I'm Jan Ditchfield, and I went from frustrated corporate business consultant trying to fix broken systems to teaching women the secrets to turn their passion into a profitable online business. Becoming an entrepreneur isn't an easy journey. It's filled with many missteps and moments of massive self-doubt. But I'm here to teach you the secrets to get past your roadblocks so you can build the business of your dreams without the overwhelm. I created the Hey Spark Plug podcast to share with you easy-to-follow strategies and frameworks that will help you take your dream from spark to launch. If you're a first-time female entrepreneur who is looking to understand how to build a business which allows you the lifestyle freedom you want, then this is the podcast for you. Ready? Let's dive in. Hey, you, and welcome back to another episode of my podcast. Uh, it's super great to have you here. I'm excited because I'm going to be talking about something today that is near and dear to my heart. And it's specifically near and dear to my heart because it is exactly how I built this business, which was with my daughter at home with me. And it's really the number one question I get asked. I think of more than probably any other questions that come to me is, how am I supposed to do this, this being start a business or run my business while I'm taking care of children? So I thought I'd sit down and I talk a little bit about it today on this episode so I could go through some ways that I was able to do it, but also be able to help you kind of start to understand some of the steps you need to take in your own life to be able to get really hyper-focused on the things you need to think about so that you can be present uh, for both your family, but also for your business as well. So let's chat about some of those things. So the truth is, when I started my business, I actually launched my business just before the pandemic started. I launched it in, uh, did a soft launch in uh, December of 2019, and then I hard launched in January. And then lo and behold, welcome COVID. You arrived, <laughs> went into everyone's lives uh, as an unwanted house guest that it just won't ever leave. And uh, so what ended up happening was that my business uh, became something that I had to focus on while I had my daughter at home. Because like everybody else, we went into lockdown right away. And we were in lockdown uh, on and off for what's now coming into about 15 months. And in that time, uh, it's been in and out, in and out, in and out of having childcare and support as well. So for the majority of the time, my daughter's been around me while I've been doing this. And I had to figure out really early how to do it so that I wasn't going to uh, run myself into the ground, to be quite honest, but also be able to still be present as a mom. Because that was the number one reason why. I've started this business and it still is my number one motivator. So I sat down and I had to have some hard conversations with myself about how am I going to make this work and what do I need to move and what do I need to focus on in order to be able to make sure that I'm still going to be able to find time to make money in the middle of all of this. And I am not going to lie, like it wasn't easy. It wasn't like, you know, I sat down and I said, oh, you know, 10 minutes later, I had this grand plan in place. The fact was it took some time. There was a lot of trial and error. It took me some time to figure out what worked well and what didn't work well. Um, the day that I'm recording this actually is a holiday in Canada, so we are at home again as a family today, uh, and I'm working in between um, being a mom, and uh, it, I, I can do it now because of the fact of the system that I've put in place in order to allow myself that ability, but if I didn't have the system, I, I know that I would still be in a place of feeling like I was constantly running and I was constantly behind the eight ball and not being able to catch up on the things that I needed to do. And just, you know, holding a lot of space of um, overwhelm, I think would be kind of the best way to say that I know I would feel that if I hadn't have done this. 
So what I want to talk to you about today is exactly how I built my business. It's This is nothing that I'm coming in saying I'm teaching you something that I've never put into practice. I practice this daily. Um, and I'm going to teach you the strategy of how I do that, along with seeing me use a little bit of help, some pointers too, of things when it comes to mom guilt and really having to deal with um, how to balance being uh, your own boss and motherhood with some of those things that I've been worked on uh, within myself and how I think they're really important things to look at in your own life as a mom. So let's get starting. Let's get started. Sorry. Um, so the number one thing that you need to figure out right from the start is you have to identify what your money activities are going to be in your business. And when I say money activities, that means things that make you money or activities that move the needle toward making you money. So something that's going to, if you're that action will cause money to come in down the, the line. And one of the things that we do a lot of the time in our business is we tend to go and do things that we enjoy doing, or we tend to do things that are uh, really great time sucks like that's just what they are uh, for me it's canva i you put me in front of canva and i will get lost for hours and i'll be down that rabbit hole and ignore anything else around me that i don't particularly want to do so i actually canva is my my hole my black hole when it comes to you know escaping from things but when you're looking at money activities you need to sit down and start identifying what those are because they're really important to know right off the bat what it is you should be focused on from the start because when you have a limited amount of time in your day you need to be really hyper-focused on what you're spending that time on. So if something like social media or if it's going to be something along the lines of client phone calls, is it discovery calls? Is it going to be writing blogs? Is it podcasting? Um, for me, it's lives. So I'm live a lot. I think as everyone, if you know, you've watched me, you follow me. And for me, lives is an area that really generates a lot of uh, my income. My revenue comes from that because people get to know me, they trust me, they see how I teach and they start to build relationships relationships with me, which then turns them into students. So I put a lot of my time and effort into lives. And that's where, where I go with those things. Um, really trying to understand again, what is it that is going to cause you to, uh, you know, bring money in the door is the first thing you need to figure out before you do anything else moving forward. Because a lot of the time we don't know what to focus on. So having those money activities identified right off the start is essential. So you need to sit down and I would say, just start with three, just three things that are going to be things that move the needle of your business financially or are things that um, move you toward the creation of money. So it could be something like a discovery call, might be something where you give away a free 30-minute phone call to somebody um, and just to get to know them and start to understand their needs. And they might not choose to do business with you there, but now it's moved them into your pipeline. So the next step would be to follow up emails, you know, you know, are you going to send them a thank you note or something like that, that's going to then move them further down your funnel into becoming a customer. So the first thing you need to do is figure out what are those money activities so that you can go on to the next step, which is figuring out how much time and where you're going to put it in your work week. So step two is going to be all about now figuring out time. And this time is the call I call it the time to thrive time. And this really comes down to time auditing, which is a huge pain in the ass. Like I will say it outright. If you've ever done time auditing before, it is you see it, you go, don't make me do that. 
but you, it's so necessary when it comes to trying to figure out how to run your business when you have kids. And if you haven't done time auditing before, time auditing really simply is you're tracking what you're doing every hour of the day uh, when to figure out where you are spending time on things that you shouldn't be and then thinking about where you can spend time on things that you should be. So you're understanding, again, where you need to be a mom, how you have to prioritize that, where you have gaps in your schedule that you could actually get effective work time in. Even a one-hour block is awesome. Like that's one of the best places to look at is like, where can I get that one hour of time in there? Or then looking at saying things like, are there things in my calendar that I can offload? So can I outsource stuff? Can I ask, um, you know, my partner if he will come and do um, more work or they will help me out? Um, can I hire someone in to get me more help with something? Uh, is there an area, some areas there where you can find more ability to be able to say, look, this is something I don't need to be doing. And I could actually be doing something that's making me money in this time instead of maybe folding my laundry, maybe doing the groceries could be something as simple as like get your groceries delivered but you won't know what it is until you sit down and you actually audit your time like you go through that that exercise of auditing your time and you're going to go through and you're going to write down what you're doing in that hour slot and you're going to start tracking it from like basically the minute that your feet hit the floor until you're like I'm done for the day like I can't do anything more um so I usually like to say like start around like seven in the morning some people are earlier risers maybe you get up at six and then track it to be like you know nine ish ten o'clock don't go past ten like try to avoid working like the ten eleven 12 midnight 3 a.m. routine, you're going to wear yourself out. Like you're just going to run yourself thin. So think instead about, you know, where can I find blocks in my day that I can get some effective work done without, again, running myself into the ground. So once you have that down and you really want to do this for a minimum of one day, if you can get two or three days, that's awesome. But if you can only get one day, pick a day where it's a really typical day for you. So don't pick a crazy day. Like don't pick like a holiday day where you're like, this isn't my normal day. Pick a day that is pretty typical. So what does a routine look like for you with the kids at home? If you're homeschooling, um, if you are doing daycare drop off, if you are doing nap time schedule, if you're raising your children in your house that they're still really young. Like, what does it look like in there? And then where are those pockets of time that you can find things from that? Once you've identified that, the third block is all going to be around, the third step is all around protecting those blocks, like protecting that those boundaries that you have of the time that's in your daily calendar. And how you do that is through time blocking. And a lot of people talk about time blocking and they think that time blocking, they do it in their head, but I'm talking about time blocking, like you're going to put it in a calendar, not a paper calendar. I want you to put it into an electric calendar, electronic calendar, where your phone is actually going to tell you this is what you should be doing right now. So if you go through your Google calendar or Outlook, whatever you use, it does not matter, just has to be something. And you start blocking off the time in there of saying, okay, well, from seven until 7.30 in the morning, I'm doing breakfast routine with the kids kids from 7.30 until like, you know, 10, I'm doing like dress, playtime, all that stuff. But then from 10 to 11, it's nap time. There's an hour of time that you've just identified that you could actually put one of your money makers in there. So if you have an hour of time, you could time block in your calendar. Nap time means for an hour, I'm sitting down and I'm writing an email sequence to my list. 
or I'm doing a social media post, or I'm going to make three discovery calls in that time, or I'm going to do whatever it is that is actually the thing. I'm going to record a podcast. Uh, you know, I'm going to do a Facebook Live, whatever it is. You need to start putting those things in your calendar so that you can find that time and you need to be really diligent about following what that calendar says. This is the only way this will work. Like this is one of those things, like I say, I'll say, and I'll say this honestly, if I don't follow my calendar and my calendar is time blocked like crazy, if I don't follow it and I just think, oh, I'll, I'll do it at a different time, I won't do it. I will find 60 other things to do. I will move on to other stuff and then things don't get done. And when you're trying to raise kids and you're trying to scale a business, you need to really be focused on making sure stuff gets done or else you'll never get that business moving forward. It doesn't mean you have to be spending like 40, 50, 60, 70 hours a week on it. You can do it in like two or three hours a day. You can do it in one hour a day as long again as you're following, understanding what are the things that actually are going to make you money instead of focusing on the things that are just time sucks and, uh, you know, and the things that kind of like take us down the happy task place instead of thinking about, no, this is what's going to move my business forward. So those are the three things like really right off the bat of sitting down and looking at how can I put this together and how can I make this work effectively. So number one, make sure you identify what your money activities are. So those are the things that make you money, that generate money in your business. They move your, the needle of your business forward. It's all about what makes you money at that point. Number two, you want to sit down and you want to audit your time, like find out what you're doing right now in your day where you can eliminate stuff, look for where you have blocks of time that you could actually be working in, look for things that you could outsource, just find your time. And once you've carved that time off, then you're going to go to your calendar, an electronic calendar, and you're going to time block everything, time block, time block, time block, and you're going to follow that calendar religiously. And if you do that for about a month, you'll find that you're starting to be like, wow, I'm actually really productive. Like I'm getting so much done in my day because I'm doing what my calendar says I need to be doing. And I'm putting away that to-do list that I can never make my way through and instead focusing on what it is that actually is going to make my benefit my business and benefit me as a mom. And so the things that I would also say to you about it is make sure that you're finding ways to involve your children in your business and do that however it makes you comfortable. Like you can do that as you can bring them into lives, you can bring them into meetings, you can set up a, your playroom. The playroom can be in your office space. It's actually what mine is. If you can, uh, my office space and my playroom are attached to each other. So my daughter comes in and out, in and out, in and out. Um, and it's just what it is. So she pops into meetings sometimes, a lot of the time. <laughs> Um, but she's always so has her own place to be able to sit and play when I'm working. So we're never more than like two or three feet away from each other, but I'm able to get work done because she's playing independently at this time. So finding a way to make them involved in the business is something that makes them feel accountability for it as well. And it helps to lessen that feeling of guilt. So figure out what it is that they can do to help you and how comfortable you are having them involved in it. Another thing I really would encourage you to do is find a place where you feel supported and where you can be a among other like-minded uh, mothers or parents. So find a place where you can say, like, this is my my gang, right? These are the people that get me. They're the ones who understand what it's like to try to do this. I can talk about these really hard days. I can feel like I'm being supported as a, a mother, but also as a business owner. And it's one of the reasons why I started my my free Facebook group, Hustle, is because in there, it's filled with women who are doing both. And they're, they're balancing both and they're raising, they, 
their children and they're scaling businesses or they're starting businesses for the first time. This is just like, they, they get it. They all understand it. So finding a place where you're understood will go a long way when it comes to actually being able to uh, keep going on those days when you feel like you want to give up. So find a place where you feel like you belong. And then the last thing I say, and I've said this quite a few times, but I will say it always, is stop apologizing for motherhood. And it's something that I see a lot of us continue to do was we say, oh, sorry, in a meeting, oh, you know, my daughter just woke up or oh, sorry, I'm going to be late or I'm sorry this. And we always somehow preface motherhood with I'm sorry. There's no reason for us to be sorry. None at all. Like there's no reason for us to be sorry. Work will still be there at the end of the day. Your business will not go under because you're five minutes late to a meeting. Your business will not go under because you have to breastfeed in the middle of a board meeting. Your business will not go under because somebody is uncomfortable because your child is crying while you are you know, giving a keynote. It's not going to happen. They'll get used to it. The more we normalize it, the better it's going to be. So stuff them. That's my feeling about it. You are a mother first and foremost. You have the right to be able to mother while you are working. And if anything has changed in the world for us is that people more and more now understand the fact that women, um, as we raise children and we are trying to also uh, have our own careers at the same time, we deserve a little bit of uh, like uh, leeway here and a lot, a lot of respect for the loads that we carry because we're carrying a hell of a lot of load. So, you know, just don't apologize for it. Make your space. People will get out of your way. You do it the way that it's meant to be for you and don't ever ask somebody else's opinion or permission to do it to their way. It's your children. It's your family. It's your business. It's your decision. End of story. So that's it. It's a quickie today. I just wanted to walk through that with you. Uh, also let you know that um, officially my CEO prep school has kicked off. It is actually um, teaching it live inside my free Facebook group Hustle, which you can get access to if you go to janditchfield.co forward slash prep school. And I'm teaching actually in depth on what I talked about today. There's a whole lesson that I'll be doing for half an hour with worksheets and all of these fun things, actually walking through the things that you need to know in order to be able to find that time in your calendar to uh, raise your children while you're raising your business up as well. So I totally encourage you to join me and also to let you know that officially on uh, May 27th, doors to the Side Hustle Academy are opening again for the last time. I'm picking my last round of students into the Side Hustle Academy and then we're going to be retiring the course and I have a new course that will be coming out later this summer. Very excited about it, but I love Side Hustle Academy. So if you're thinking about starting your first business, totally invite you to get on the wait list uh, forward slash side hustle academy doors officially open on thursday may 27th and i'd love to have you join me if you have questions about it please feel free to reach out send me a dm you can get me on instagram you can get me on facebook you can get me by email as well uh, just ask anything that you want to and i'm happy to talk about it it's a really awesome course um, something i'm extremely proud of so that's it for today. Uh, motherhood and business. Whoo, we could talk about that forever. It's definitely a difficult topic. Uh, it's a difficult life to live, but it is not an impossible one. So I'm here to help you. Uh, I'm here to give you as much moral support as I possibly can. And I'm here to tell you that I, I have had the days too. I definitely have the days where at the end of the day I sit down and I'm like, what did I do today? Um, but I always try to look at my daughter and I'm like, oh, that's what I did. I raised a human being. So I wish you well in raising your human being. I wish you well in raising your businesses. Uh, I want to thank you again for joining me today. It always means so much when you involve me in your day. And uh, I hope you have a really fantastic one. So until next week, I'll be back then. Same time, same place. Keep building something magical. Spark plugs.